You're listening to Rewild and Free. This is the go-to podcast for conscious and holistic mother entrepreneurs who are ditching society's to-do list for intentional living, freedom, and abundance while creating impact and legacy in their home and business. If we haven't met yet, I'm Nicole Pazvier, your like-hearted mom friend and biz bestie wrapped in one. I'm an ex-nurse turned matrescence guide and business coach, leading women just like you into the new paradigm, where thriving in motherhood is your birthright and so is a successful and sustainable online business. Keep listening if you're ready to unsubscribe from patriarchal motherhood, bro marketing, and boss babe culture. Because in this space, we use nature as our framework as we move towards feminine embodied business development, cyclical orientation, and slow living. Together, let's rewild and remember as we break free from survival and reconnect to what truly matters. Okay, friend, steep your tea and take the most loving breath you've given to yourself today, and let's go. Okay, I'm recording in my car. I have no idea how the audio is going to be. We're just going to roll with it. Maybe this ends up being produced into a podcast. Maybe it doesn't. Um, But I'm currently driving home. We were just at an appointment, and Aubrey was protesting getting in her car seat. And that is not uncommon. (laughs) That is a pretty common thing especially when it's a shorter appointment and she probably feels like but wait I was just in the car um and there was two separate attempts I kind of did the usual things to try to bribe her and I tried to give her options I allowed her to buckle her picky into her car seat and then said okay now it's Aubrey's turn like all of my usual tricks weren't working so we went for a walk and then we came back and I tried again that time was even worse because she probably wanted to keep walking and um it the the protest turned into a very loud screaming fest um she was visibly getting agitated and of course that was that was pressing buttons on my own nervous system and I I kind of realized that the only way to actually make this work would be for me to use force. And I kind of stopped for a second. I'm like, why am I doing this? Like, we literally have nowhere to be right now. The only reason I am making this hard is because I'm trying to follow my own agenda. And it was kind of this humbling reminder, I guess, of in what other instances in life are we doing that? How are we making things harder than they need to be just because of our own agenda or our attachment to outcomes or our subconscious grip we have to something and our, our need to micromanage and have a sense of control over things? Um, this really was no different. So I, I stopped, I pulled her out, um, we kind of reset, we took a couple deep breaths, and I, I said to her, well, actually, I didn't actually really say anything, I just allowed her to continue doing what she wanted to do. And we proceeded to sit in the car for literally an hour. She nursed on the breast on several occasions. I thought she was going to fall asleep. She didn't fall asleep. Um, she continued to just fart around. She explored all the nooks and crannies in the car. She played in the driver's seat. She did all the things that she likes to do. And it really became something that wasn't a big deal. Like I said, I didn't have anywhere to be. All the things that I ended up doing on my phone were things that I would have been doing at home. So I ended up being totally fine. And then I ended up sharing in my stories on Instagram around how this this time flexibility that I 
was experiencing this this ability to literally sit in my car for an hour and not adhere to any agenda or the clock. Um, I, I, I just stopped for a second and realized how grateful I guess I was for it. And at first I, I honored the privilege that I had to even be able to have that experience, but then I caught myself and I guess kind of posed the question and opened up the can of worms of, is it really privilege or is this something that I, I worked for? And of course now that can of worms is open. And as I'm driving home, I'm, I'm just kind of exploring that further. And it's, it's a lot and there's a lot of nuance to it. And it's definitely not something that I, I want to feel triggering for someone listening if they don't have this life right now. Um, I guess what I want to speak on specifically is just around the truths in, in the situation. We all have the same amount of hours in a day. Um, that's truth, right? That's something that can't be argued. The nuance in this particular situation is the fact that well all the moving pieces that got me to the point of being able to quit my nursing job stay at home with my daughter for basically the rest of time I literally have no intention of ever going back into the workforce and the opportunity to start my own business and to be very intentional with how I'm using my time and I feel like it could be really easy for someone listening to kind of spin out into victimhood and just kind of come up with all the excuses why that's not possible for them. And I, I guess I want to hold space for that because a lot of those reasons likely are valid. A lot of those reasons likely are truly limiting. Um, obviously there's, there's some financial privilege, the fact that my husband has a safe and secure job and that we've put ourselves in a financial situation that we can make this possible. There's also the physical support I have from family and friends to help support me in this journey. I realize not everybody has that. Um, and I mean, the list goes on, but there's also a whole lot of things that I don't have that you might have. and. If we continue living in this state of lack, of always feeling like we don't have the next thing, that we don't that we don't have what we want, and that we just need that thing to be able to get to that next destination, right? If we if we could just have enough money to quit our nine to five, if we could just have our partner's support and um, willingness to pick up slack where slack might arise from you, whatever like that that's your story to write um i guess what i'm trying to explain here is that if you aren't able to be content and feel gratitude and celebration for where you're currently at in life there's no amount of anything more time, more money, more support that is going to fulfill that for you. 
that might be something that you want to disagree with me on, and that is absolutely okay, but it's something that I have met a lot of resistance to, and I spent my entire life thinking that I need that next thing. And I don't even want to call it shiny object syndrome because I don't think it's, like for me, it hasn't necessarily been objects. It hasn't necessarily been related to money. Even in my current business creation and development, I'm not really motivated by the money. I'm not motivated by the flashy six-figure, seven-figure income or whatever, whatever is promoted to me as this is quote-unquote what success is. I'm not motivated by that anymore. Maybe I was at a time, but like I'm not. It's about the lifestyle. It's about the time flexibility and time freedom. It's about being able to be present with my daughter when I want to. It's about being able to lose track of time several times a day. That's the goal here. And I really do believe that that's possible for everyone. I think... I guess maybe to clarify and give context to what I believe really helped me get to this point. And I should also clarify that like the, I, 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 as much as I want to declare and say I've made it because I do, I do want to declare that. And I, I, I want you to declare it too. I want you to declare and own the life that you have built, the life that you have created because you have done that. Um, and, If you're not proud of it, then that just shows you where you maybe want to take intentional action and make some changes. If you are proud of it, then damn girl, celebrate. Um, I think very few people really are proud of the life they've built and actually experience content and bliss and peace and joy and gratitude for the current moment. Um... But specifically in my story, um, well, first of all, like I said, like that there obviously are still things that I want. There are still desires that I don't have. There are things on the wish list. There are things that I'm moving towards. And I think without those things, it can be so easy to get stuck on autopilot once again and and stop growing. It, it's almost it's almost keeping you small in a. I don't know, just in a different way than when you're truly stuck on autopilot and limiting yourself. But like if you stop having goals and if you stop allowing your heart to deeply desire things that are currently out of your reach, then there's nothing that you're ever growing to. There's nothing that you're ever becoming. Um, So I think it's important to continue to have desires, but I think it's even more important to to find content and to soften into the current life you're living and this I mean it's cliche but like you have to enjoy the journey right you have to enjoy the journey not just the destination um anyways some things that I looking back that I feel like I was very intentional about that got me to this place are I mean obviously quitting my job and that was a very big decision that was a very scary decision that held a lot of risk and it still does um but I guess my my desire and my motivation around that is far bigger than the fears around it. And I think that's a big part of my story is really allowing those desires to get that big and allowing my intuition to speak and to lead me and to not take action by fear. 
um, and to especially not take action by other people's fears and to not get the two confused. I think that's, that's a really big thing is to be able to discern where your fears are coming from and very likely they aren't even yours. They are just projections from people around you and from society and all of that. Um, so yeah, obviously like leaving my job was the catalyst, but the entire identity shift that it took to be able to do that and the conversations with my husband and the, the inner work that I needed to do to even feel worthy to stay home and be financially dependent to someone else. Um, those things, they happen below the surface and those things aren't really talked about. And then in the more tangible aspects of building a business, I've had to be very, very careful with whose business I'm creating and whose life I'm, I'm creating it for. It could have been really, really easy to follow other people's strategy and to um, really continue following society's to-do list, but in, in the lens of an entrepreneur. And with that comes potentially attaching to someone else's definition of success. And I kind of already touched on that in terms of the financial metrics and money being a motivator. And I mean, obviously money, money is a motivator because money is what our, our form of currency in this life. That's how we buy things. That's how we pay for the support that we might need to hire out. That's how we literally can afford our basic needs of survival, our shelter, our heat, our water, our food, and we need money. So I guess that kind of leads me to another thing around shifting my, not just my mindset, but my energetic frequency around how I view and understand money. Basically, basically putting a giant magnifying glass on my relationship to money and shifting shifting it so that there's more neutrality and less less charge and dependence and scarcity and urgency around money. Um, really seeing money as this beautiful um, like infinity sign, this this flow, this 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 currency exchange, this energetic exchange. It's not just physical dollar bills it's an energetic exchange and beginning to actually embody that in my life has really changed a lot of things it's changed how I show up when I'm paying for bills it's changed how I show up when I'm looking at our bank account it's changed how I show up when I am deciding to invest in myself in my business in my family It's changed how I show up in my offer creation and deciding how much I want to charge and be compensated for things. Um, It has literally changed everything else and it has changed everything, so many things. Um, And another thing is around the nervous system's capacity or the nervous system threshold, I should say, to one, handle discomfort um, and two, be open to receive. I feel like those are, they're similar, but they're different. And they're both things that need to be worked on. 
<laughs> I feel like both could turn into their own podcast episode in themselves. Um, but I feel like I've just listed, I don't even know how many things I've listed because I'm literally processing some of this stuff out loud, but I've just listed several things that are happening internally below soil that you don't necessarily see when you're seeing someone like if if you're watching my stories and you're seeing oh look at Nicole like she she was able to just quit her nursing job and stay at home as a mom and now she doesn't have to force her kid into a car seat because she has the luxury of not having to have a fully scheduled calendar um yeah all those things are true but there was a lot of intentional action and a lot of inside out work that happened to be able to grant me that luxury um so much so that it doesn't even actually feel like a luxury it feels like my birthright it feels like this is how things are supposed to be and I want every single mother entrepreneur to be able to experience that I want every single mother entrepreneur to be able to not have to live life on autopilot and be stuck in survival mode and be Oh, I mean, the list is endless, but to be stuck in this wounded maiden victimhood lifestyle where life is happening to her um, and where you feel like you just can never catch a break. Like that is not that is not an optimal life. That is not that is not a life that I am subscribing to. (laughs) Um, mm, This conversation could honestly spiral into so many different things it could go so much deeper than this but the point of it is really just around this idea of privilege versus hard work and hard work in the context of some of that inside out work and that intentional action not in the context of hustle and grind that is absolutely not what I'm talking about um yeah I think I'm going to leave it at that. I I honor anyone that's listening that is feeling confronted or triggered by this um, or maybe simply feeling stuck. And I want you to know that I see you. Um, I honestly was you not that long ago. And I also want to just offer the invitation to allow yourself to soften and detach from outcomes and timelines. It's very similar to birth and when you're nearing the end of your pregnancy and you so desperately want this baby to come earth side. Um, but, but as you know, if you've kind of been in this space for a while and you are a fellow birth nerd or you understand and appreciate physiologic and natural birth, you know that forcing that baby to come out, putting that baby on a stopwatch and a timeline, putting your labor on a stopwatch and a timeline is not serving anyone. And I think the creation of our life, the creation of our business, the creation of our motherhood journey is all something that we can orient back to birth on when we are starting to feel uncomfortable by it and impatient and just all the things um anyways i'm gonna stop it at that i love you i see you i am always open 
for a conversation around this. If you are like-hearted and seeking business support and matrescence coaching by me, my calendars are open. I would love to engage in that conversation with you and see how see how what I offer can actually fit in with your current season of life. So let me know how I can support you. Okay, before you go, I just wanted to say thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode. If you were thinking of anyone while listening, please send it their way. And if anything resonated with you or you love these conversations, please subscribe and leave a review. This really helps the podcast algorithms um, put my show in front of more people just like you. And the last thing, I would love nothing more than hearing from you. So say hi, DM me on Instagram, and give me a follow at Nicole Pazvier. Until next time.